Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now This is Thomas. We're back with another episode of the OK Boomer podcast. Hey, it's Jason from Unhinged. Go follow him and check him out. He's got a couple of books, uh, one on demand right now with uh, Frog G. Well, you can't see that. And uh, we're back. And this week, I finally have stuff to show off in the pre show. Finally. But by the time. <laughs> About damn time, yeah. Oh. It's funny, the, the thing that I got the notification for that was supposedly shipping first to me uh, still hasn't shown up anywhere. So. It still hasn't showed. Nope. So I got a stack of books from... Uh, I know. Hey, Alan, how are you? Hey, man. Um, And uh, most of them were like a buck a piece, so... Those are the best packs. Yeah. <laughs> Most of these are just from a claim sale, so I'm just like, yay. So I got a copy of Radio Adolescent Radioactive Black Belt Hamsters number four from Don Chen. Is that I Eclipse? A, yes. Issue nine of the Wonder Twins. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, this one's in a mylar. It came in a mylar. Wait for this. Prime number, oh my God. Prime number one. <laughs> in a mylar. Um, I didn't get this one, so I picked this one up. Uh, Deathbringer from the uh, oh. the, judge, the Judge Death uh, era. <laughs> of Batman. <laughs> Jack, Jack Kirby. Oh, that's cool. I got some new mutants. Oh, yeah. This looks like it's 
like the background has like a copper like metallic look to it what number is that that is 95 okay so that's pretty late okay i got you yeah huh. that's from uh during the extinction agenda i was i've been picking up new mutants as i can find them cheap in the dollar box like that really getting uh the early uh sequence of issues yeah. that's and cool. there's the uh 64. yeah uh supergirl 17. signed oh sweet for a dollar who's it signed by uh i have no idea there's there's no cert or anything um, uh, it doesn't matter i'll have to look it up and see um executionist song part four uh x-force number 16. oh i remember that did you feel better now uh john byrne legends issue two yep three's the big one in that series i think if i remember right uh one and three i think one is like the first appearance of amanda waller yeah and three is like first uh uh oh damn dude that's a good one that that's the new uh hulk number one yeah and that's the one of the variants yeah i seen that one i think i got that uh i think there's like like three or four bucks for that one And I then, think the first person Suicide Squad, I think. Yes, it is. Modern Suicide Squad. Yep. Yeah. All this. Stack. This is all Valiant. Fill, fill it in holes for a buck a piece. <laughs> for Valiant. Uh, this is... Uh, Who's your favorite again? Valiant character? Um, from the first From the first Valiant... The original Valiant, uh, that one, that one's, that one's tough, but, um, I really liked Dr. Solar back in the day. Oh God, dude, Solar is awesome. I have Prime number one, the hologram cover. Oh, cool. Yeah, they did a hologram. I didn't know that Prime got a hologram. Yes, the new Hulk artist is pretty damn good. Yeah. The last issue had a probably the grossest Hulk transformation of all time in it. <laughs> so I got uh this is from the the gamma issue from the uh chaos effects storyline, Otter and Armstrong twenty-six. Sweet. The Sistine Chapel, number eighteen. Uh number thirteen. And if you're going to guess, yes, there are some Barry Windsor Smith covers in this stack. Yes. He did so many of the good ones mm -hmm. uh, for Valiant back when it was first launched. Uh, I and, wish he had and, done more of the interior art. And speaking of Solar. Yeah. That's a nice cover. Yep. On the back of a fire truck or something. Um... a trolley or something i don't know what the trolley's doing flying over big ben but <laughs> i love this barry's barry's cover like the three stooges whole thing there yeah yeah three stooges three musketeers sometimes yeah. they were stooges <laughs> it depends 
Um, some Dr. Mirage issue 14. Oh, I remember that series too. Yeah. Uh, number two. And number one. Um, the Harbinger Files featuring the origin of Harada. Issue one. Harbinger 32. Thirty-one. Thirty is Toyo Harada again. Um, this one supposedly has a free Upper Deck Valiant era card inside, but I won't <laughs> hold my breath. Issue twenty-nine, which was originally came to the stores as polybagged. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-eight. Twenty-seven. Good lord. You got a big run, damn harbinger. Twenty-one. Twenty. A lot of dark covers there. Yeah. Uh, and whoops, I forgot. This is a. I didn't realize this. This is an Ultra and Armstrong seventeen. Don't know why I didn't have an order. And a uh, a number sixteen of harbinger. That's what I got. For comics, and now you've already seen it because I showed you the picture of it. But uh, this was a gift to me from uh, Sean Ziller of the Sean Zilla Art Show. Did a Joker post uh, painting for you? Yeah, Heath Ledger came out so good. It's on uh, canvas board. Yeah. Yeah. No, Crescent. It's on. Uh, Crescent. It's on uh, Matt board. And then I ordered a bunch of prints. I got like five altogether. Who'd you order the prints from? From Sean. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Oh, no, that one's really nice. I can't show you that one in case my daughter watches what is is watching a stream because that one was hers. I can show you this one. This is a uh, Spider Gwen that he did. Uh, my girlfriend's daughter likes Spider Gwen, so. Yeah. That one. And then the one on the back is my daughter, so I can't show that one. But Killing joke, anybody? Yeah, that's that's actually really nice. Yeah, that turned out good. He did this one like years and years ago, but huh. it's 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 still like that one and the the one with the bloody card is still like uh, you know, top sellers as far as prints go for him. So. Oh yeah, I would imagine so. Well, I really, I got I got my regular books come in this this. Uh, this week but i'm not not gonna go through all of them uh the only one i will show you is i got in i know we talked about it a while back is i got in finally and it's oversized fantagraphics does a really good job with these reprints but i got mm -hmm. in finally got in the best of wits in oh nice 
Um, so it's a it's a pretty chonking book, but it's it's a lot lot larger than a normal comic if you can tell. Um, and dude, I have looked through it. Dude, first open. Russ uh, Russ Manning, I think it is. No, uh, Reed Crandall, interior okay. art. Um, and then the art on the back is actually different. It is up. Oh, it's not safe for work. <laughs> Screw it. Whoopsie. There you go. You just have to deal with it for dinosaurs, monsters. Um, it's really got some wild stuff in it. Um, because uh, of course, Fantastic uh, Wits End was a uh, it was a uh, uh, a fanzine, so they did all kind of stuff. But you can see, I mean, Al Williamson art. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, Wally Wood. Oh, nice anime. Yeah. Um, get this though. I have never read it. Something I've wanted to read, but I have never read it. The original stories in here. Oh, Gary Morrow. Before we go too far. Oh, the, 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 oh Ryan. Nice. How many Star Wars movies? Yeah. Uh, so I have never read it, but I've wanted to read it. Mr. A by Steve Ditka. Oh, nice. Oh, dude, it's reading that his early question stuff is so good. Um, the thing with, uh, with, the question and everything with Ditka right in there, you can almost hear him screaming at you. And it's just, I mean, good God. Um, the Pipsqueak Papers by Wally Wood. That's how I like my fairies, naked. Oh, we're uh, Provincetown next time you're up this way. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> An entire story by Frazetta. Oh, sweet. Yeah. The early Frazetta, 50s Frazetta, back when he did Thunder. Um, Is that a Thunder? No, it's not Thunder. It's just something else. Uh, the Reed Crandall portfolio. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, I didn't... I don't know who this is, Vaughn Bode. I've never read it, and I oh, go through that's it. that's spicy. Well, dude, it's rough. I mean, look at how much. It's like words, 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 words. Oh I'm just going to try to figure out what the art's telling me. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and the word balloons. Uh, he, he, did, he did a lot of that uh, spicy stuff uh, almost like – with good art, like his art was a lot better than that there. Yeah. Um, that I saw. And it was, you know, it was featured like in the uh like Playboy or something, Nudie yeah. Mac House, I think. Um, um just just imagine a Tijuana Bible, but with good art. <laughs> damn it. Uh Jim Steranko portfolio. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude, I love Stranko. 
And then this story is pretty cool. Now, this looks, well, there's no Stranko. But this looks like, I thought it was originally Frazetta. I looked at it, and it's alien. So I'm like, oh, I didn't know that Frazetta did an alien story. But then I got to looking at it, and it's by Jeff Jones, which I think we've oh, wow. talked about him before, yeah. um, him, her before. Uh, but Jeff Jones, or uh, a lot of people said, was perhaps the best of the new branch artists. I mean, that, that art is stellar um, and there's no words i mean it's it's all told in picture the fact that i mean there's a few words on you know a couple pages in but mm. but yeah the whole book is like that uh i mean just freaking i think there's even some early uh Zikavich's or something in here yeah um but it's just the best of Witsing. There, there is a cover gallery in the back. Um, some interviews with people about the magazine, and uh, you know a few other things. Um, you know, bunch of Wally Wood stuff in here because you know it was his magazine. But then all of his friends have got. There's a there's two or three short uh, Bernie Wrightston stories in here. Um, so definitely. If you can get it, especially like I did on sale, it's worth getting. Yeah, a lot of things are worth getting when you get them on sale. <laughs> exactly. Um, but damn, dude, and to think that he just he just got fed up with it. I'm gonna, you know, hey, I'm super famous in comics. I've been drawing them for years. Everybody loves me. I'm gonna call all the best people that write comics and tell them they can do whatever the hell they want. And I'm gonna put it in my magazine, <laughs> and they did. <laughs> And then I'm going to disappear for a little while. Then I'll come back and do another one. So, uh, while we were emptying out five shelves of that enormous bookcase in the back, uh, I found a couple of uh, Robert E. Howard Conan hardcovers. Oh, sweet. I found two different uh, Dune novels. Which ones? Uh, I don't know. They're, they're further on the back table, like way back. I yeah. even found a fan, a Star Wars fanzine that my buddy John gave me to read. I don't know, about thirty-five years ago. Uh, Have you read it yet? <laughs> nope. You know why? <laughs> you open up that Von Bull page, and you're like, words, words, words. <laughs> it's the same font size. <laughs> But it's on these big pages, and I'm like, it's a little daunting, isn't it? <laughs> that's just a. Uh, let me let me get this for a second. Uh, that's just a fuck me to tears moment. <laughs> just too much. Oh my god. So. Uh, I know you would you would send me the link to check out the uh, the David Finch. Yeah, it, it, it's already funded, dude. I don't know if you know that it was funded. Probably they funded probably as I sent you the link. <laughs> uh, I think it was funded like thirty seconds after he launched. <laughs> um, it's, it's crazy. 
because I put the I put the page up in the in the Streamyard link. Like my, my my pages were open, uh, you know, for a couple hours, and I went and had dinner with my girlfriend, and we watched a movie or something, and uh, I'm just like, as I'm like typing stuff in, I'm looking and <laughs> the numbers are going up. <laughs> I go, is this an art book? Well, the Jerry Lewis Marathon. <laughs> telephone. Telephone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hi, lady. <laughs> yeah. It was a little crazy. Um, so there's only two options to pledge on this. One is the hardcover, and the other one is the, the special edition limited hardcover with the dust jacket, which you can no longer buy because there were only a hundred of them. They're yeah. all gone. They're gone. He even so, retitled that box. So, like, because you got to call each plateau, each tier, like you yeah. got to name it. Yeah. Uh, he went. He went. He went in and renamed that one. Uh, it's it's titled "All Gone" now. <laughs> I saw when I saw he put it up, and I got the link to it. I don't know why I got it so fast. I looked, and he still didn't even have the damn, uh, it, you know, the stretch goals go, uh, up now. But <laughs> he's got to made some of them already. <laughs> It was like almost 75K. On day one. On day one. Like, I looked at it like quarter of 12, and it was over 75K. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, I don't think it was the that much. The nerve of this mofo. <laughs> well, I don't think it was that much when I sent you the link. <laughs> but by the time by you By the time it, I looked at it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Did right he now, ever add the stretch goals? Because they weren't in there yeah, when I first looked yeah, at it. Yeah, this this stuff down there. So, so like one of the things is it looks like he's giving away a Twitter pin, but it's a Finch pin. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Damn it. So right now the goal was eighty five hundred dollars. <laughs> this second it is ninety thousand four hundred and thirty three dollars with six hundred sixty eight backers in twenty seven days to go. Yeah. And here's the trailer. I'm David Finch. I've been a comic book artist for almost 30 years. Been with Marvel for years and years. My first Marvel project was uh, X-Men. And X-Men is really the stuff that got me into comics. That was the book that I, I first saw and just made me a big comic fan. Uh, all of the old classic X-Men stuff with John Byrne and Chris Claremont. Uh, then I did Avengers, which is another classic Marvel comic. And it was uh, a huge thrill to do. I did Moon Knight, a character that I think more people know about now than they did when I did the book. They had a great TV show, so that was a big one for me. The Marvel art of David Finch has a range of the different work that I did over 10 years at Marvel, and then over the years since, I've done a lot of covers and some different things. Um, it's got X-Men and Avengers and Moon Knight and some Hulk pictures, I'm a huge Hulk fan. Basically, every character you can think of, practically. I'm sure you can beat me on that one, but I've got a lot in there. And uh, yeah, it's it's some of my favorite works, some of the work that I'm most proud of. 
uh, we tried to keep it down to the work that, that I think really represents uh, that period of my career the most. I'm very, very excited about this. It has so much work that I'm incredibly proud of and uh, a bunch of other things, a lot of other things. And it's all in the book. Thank you to all of you for your support for this project and really for my career. I love what I do. I wake up every morning and I get to draw pictures and it's because of you. So thank you very, very much. He still doesn't say anything about the stretch goals. <laughs> no, no. Well, because he made that beforehand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so basically, if, if you're a David Finch fan, uh, you can get this book right here. Hardcover, it's 50 bucks. That's, think... that's your option. Because <laughs> the... here, here was the other option, nice dust jacket with like sketches and full colors that would go <laughs> over that same book. But it had this really nice Hulk piece on the back. Yeah. Which now none of us can get. Because it's sold out. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's the book. 50 bucks pledge there. <sighs> See? All gone. <laughs> All gone. All gone. And I'm like... <laughs> Look, I'm old, slow, and crippled. You didn't have to kick me in the... <clears throat> That's it. There's there's nothing else there. No, yeah, that's what I said when I first when I saw it. There was no there's no stretch goals. It was an afterthought. It's like, hey, I'm gonna do an art book. How's that gonna go? The, the pencils. I've got uh like I I had two copies of Wonder Woman thirty eight. One I bought I got for like fifteen bucks. Yeah, off a store because they would just buy they would like take boatloads of books for like all the different creators that were going to be at like any given convention in their area. And they'd go and they'd get like a ton of stuff. They'd drop off like boxes with them and be like, yeah, just let us, you know, here's my card. Just call me when they're done. Tell me how much I owe you. And uh, boom, I got it. They were like blowing stuff out just to like liquidate room. Yeah. To do more of the same stuff again. So I, I got one woman 38. Uh, from New 52, signed by both David and Meredith Finch oh, for cool. $15. I really like the pencil work. The pencil work in there really shows oh, yeah. how how well he, he does draw. Um, maybe just stellar art. Wolverine and, looks so damn good in his books. And th there's his Marvel four-page gatefold. Yeah. It's it's nice to see a gatefold that wasn't drawn by Jim Lee for X Men number one once in a while. <laughs> Damn it! Or homaged for that too. Exactly. Okay. The Marvel Art of David Finch Volume One isn't just an art book; it's a homage to the power of storytelling through visuals. One person, from what I'm reading, one ticket will be inserted into the first print run of approximately two thousand copies of books between the first of this month and the first of March. Yeah. One lucky winner 
will win original David art. Damn. Uh, and then there's in add-ons, you can get a limited edition uh, signed book plate. It'll just like, you know, being, you know, he'll, he'll sign, he'll sign a business card and they'll, they'll stick it in this little plastic sleeve in the front of the book. Which is nice, but I've already got the signature, so I don't have to do it again. Uh, How much was the price on those? Because I couldn't tell earlier, unless he. Um, he I have. I don't know. the The actual book that you can get now is fifty dollars. Yeah. So you actually have to pledge, and once you pledge, it'll open up the add-ons, and, and then, then you, you can add them. Then you then you can add them on. Yeah. You okay. can't look at them beforehand. Um. So you can get a book plate with a remark. So. Basically, original David Finch like sketch, yeah, sketch right there. Um, you can get the the Finch shirt. Since you know about ten years ago, that that would have been confusing. Why are you wearing a black and white gray tone uh, tw Twitter shirt? I'm not. It's a David Finch shirt. Um, the print sets nice. Yeah, all all signed, uh, eleven by seventeen. Uh, Two virgin covers and an actual cover with the logo. Um, silk screened Moon Knight print. Who, I, who was writing Moon Knight when he did it? You remember? I, I wasn't reading it, so. Oh, okay. A uh, hand pulled silk screen print of Moon Knight number two, 18 by 24. Damn, so that's a big print. Yeah, that's we call that a poster. <laughs> <laughs> limited edition uh marvel canvas print with david finch's x-men 200 uh gatefold cover art that's pretty nice yeah uh if there's only one other person that i would rather have a uh uh you know a double gatefold spread of cover art for from from x-men from it would probably be uh, Mark Silvestri. Yeah, Silvestri was damn good. Yeah. And, you know, how do you make Wolverine look like a total badass wearing a straw cowboy hat? I don't know, but he did. Yeah. Uh, preliminary work, original random prelim work by David Finch, 11 by 17. Here's some examples below. So I'm just like messing around with the with, with a concept for you know yeah, a piece of art cover or something yeah yeah okay here's the stretch goals unlocked everyone gets a free Finch block silver edition pen so everybody's gonna get the Finch pen and there it is again <laughs> and that's all that's up. <laughs> Yeah, they was not that. I they, that wasn't even up there when I when I sent it to you. I don't think. <laughs> like, He's probably like, I'll put some more stretch goals on it. When See it, how it's it like goes, a, wait for it to hit hundred k. Then I'll I'd like maybe another stretch goal. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not sure now because I don't need the money anymore. Why am I going to give stuff away for free? Yes, exactly. They've already got to give me all their money. Yeah. But I mean, it's great stuff. I, I love his. I love his artwork. Oh God, yes. I mean, and he's 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 done incredible stuff at D 
DC as well. I mean, Batman is amazing oh, yeah. with him. Um, just the whole nine yards. And he he did like a slew. Him and his wife together did a slew of Wonder Woman covers. Yeah, like for like close to a year. Yeah, I want to go back and look because I cannot remember who was doing Moon Knight, was writing Moon Knight when he was. Because I Moon Knight's a character I have, I'll say, recently got into, but within the last handful of years, say five years, I started reading the earlier Moon Knights and then it went back and read some. The best that I've read is the Lemire Moon Knight. That that whole complete well, Lemire it's, run. It's Lemire. Yeah, it was a <laughs> freaking amazing. Um, I've got the Bendis Moon Knight I was starting to read, but I got to finish it. Um, I probably just start over again. I got the trade with it, mm-hmm. and um, I did pick up a couple of the epic collections back when uh, uh, was doing it. Uh, back before he became Sinkavich when he was the Neil Adams clone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it was awesome stuff. Captain Harlock. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. I haven't heard a guy, I haven't thought of Captain Harlock in years. Um, well. A few years ago, they came out with like a, a new Harlock animated movie on Netflix, and it was amazing. Really? Like it, it was to like this decade what uh, the original heavy metal movie was to the seventies. Are you, you sure? Know, right. Outside of the outside of the boobs, yes. <laughs> Because the original heavy metal movie was something else. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, all right, man. So, we're going to read our book. Did you yeah. read it? Yes, I did. Did you read it? Well, now, this is prime freaking Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as good as I remember. There were, there were a couple panels that was a little wacky. But yeah. overall... Well, this is amazing. But in in his beginning Spider-Man run, like this is basically like you know mid sentence of his yeah run of Spider-Man before you know before we hit the three hundred mark. No, it was after, after three hundred. Oh, it was after three hundred, but yeah, yeah, he didn't start that much before, so it's yeah, and you know on the last page, I guess we're gonna see Venom again. Yeah. But did we know how many more times we were going to friggin' see Venom again? <laughs> and see, goes, that's- Shut up, DC fanboy. I go, I feel the same way about friggin' Harley Quinn, too. Yeah. The thing is, is uh, it's like a, the 315 Venom appearance is, is real small. But the 316 is like the second famous Venom cover. That's the one with Venom standing over Spider-Man and he's all crushed in the in the damn rubble and everything mm-hmm. um it's a great book you want to put the book up yeah i thought i did oh uh, i think it bounced out damn it just getting old things from the birds there you go <laughs> you ain't just whistling dixie duck ah amazing spider-man now here's the thing they changed it too don't you notice that little tag up top the non-mutant superhero Mm-hmm. Back when everybody was was going on about, you know, X-Men was so big. Because this is, Jim Lee's drawing X-Men at this time. Yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> they had to 
de deviate. You know, the Spider-Man wasn't a mutant, but now they're saying he may be a mutant. He may have been a mutant or something. Like him and Bruce Banner, that's why they were able to turn into the monsters they were, or turn into the people they were. Which that's just silly to me, but yeah. yeah. What do you do? No, they're not more. That something made them change. It, it wasn't. I don't know. But then they talk about their powers being uh, manifested and all this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Peter and Mary Jane evicted just in time for Christmas. <laughs> the Bedford Towers. You see somebody kicking Spider-Man's ass out. Get out. I do like the little Spider-Man cover up there with him holding his present. Mm-hmm. Which which he gets shortly. He's <laughs> shortly in the book. Yes. Yeah. So this is uh, Amazing Spider-Man. David Michelin is the writer. Todd McFarlane artist. Rich Parker is our letterer. Oh, so Todd must have done the inking as well. Yep. Uh, letterer. Bob Sharon is the colorist. Jim Scalper editor. Tom DeFalco is editor in chief. Down and out in Forest Hills. <laughs> So and when I start when I started reading this, I got a couple pages in, and I was like, I distinctly remember this because yeah. the dude was trying to kidnap Mary Jane and like you know lock her up in Bedford Towers with him, yeah, and kick Parker to the curb because you know because she's like smoking Tony, hot. Tony Stark hasn't come around, uh, so not everybody knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man yet. Yes. Exactly. Tony hasn't come around and Ed, you know, with her being the supermodel she is. Jason likes the uh, stark white around the art. Cool oh, yeah. Yeah, it really shows it off. But yeah, so they show up and they got a damn eviction letter and uh, the slimeball lawyers giving it to them. And of course, they're out Christmas shopping when they get home and they've already taken all of their crap out of the damn apartment and put it in the street all their books their plants everything mm -hmm. it's all died it's in the snow <laughs> uh, we're being evicted yeah but how uh head of the legal firm representing jonathan caesar the owner of this building i'm empowered to tell you that the purchase contracts you signed were non-binding and though mr caesar is temporarily incarcerated his rights are clear so because Spider-Man broke him up and didn't let him kidnap Mary Jane, now he's pissed off. So he's tore up her dang um, papers where she purchased the condo or apartment and just throwed her crap out in the yard. Oh, uh, yeah. So but then now what's bad is she's putting all of her savings, all the money that she has, because she had the money, Peter didn't have any, down on the apartment. And now it's all locked. It's locked up in court. Uh, I'm certain you'll get your your investment back, Miss Parker. That is after you know when litigation's over in a couple of years, and you see May in the back just damn fuming, dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do love to sock him one. Yeah, May May looks like she's gonna give him damn. <laughs> she's gonna beat him to death with her purse. Uh, and I think finally, you got to put a brick in it first. <laughs> brick in it? Something. Peter finally just gets so bad, he's like, let me guess, you're a full-time lawyer. You're not a full-time lawyer. You're moonlighting from your regular job, hunting baby seals in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, Mary J does call him off, and uh, 
you know, the, the lawyer leaves. He's like, hey, maybe I can get battery in this, too. And, of course, Aunt May is there. So she's trying. she offers a helping hand. She's like, hey, you know, I've got, because she's got the boarding house that she's yep. living in. And she's like, I've got a room that's open. Y'all, you and, uh, you and MJ can stay there. Um, there's plenty of room in the attic. You can store all your belongings up there. Um, and it'll be all right. And, and Peter Parker, foot and mouth in three, two, one. That's okay, Aunt May. We've already got a place to stay. We do? Yeah. 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 Later. yeah. MJ's like, we do? Yeah. It's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise. <laughs> it's called the damn park. <laughs> MJ, welcome to Tent City. Now we flash forward across town to uh, Howell Thurston III and his Dangham department store. Of course, he's going to be open on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because bah humbug, it's just another holiday. And of course, he has his assistant manager and accountant there um, helping him, you know, make sure everything's taken care of. Yeah, yeah, working for free at yeah. that. Yeah. With the Scrooge. Uh, you don't mind working even without overtime pay. And uh, what's cool is there's a little foreshadowing here, people. It, <laughs> the uh, accountant says, yes. Uh, in fact, I think I'm going to find this holiday especially rewarding. You see him opening his briefcase and there's a gun in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because the guy says. Emphasis on it, but. Somebody will be getting a big sack of karma for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says something like, what is it, like uh, so many years, 13 years or something? And he's like, no, it's actually 23. <laughs> he's oh like, God. yeah, 23 years. You've been with me for 13? No, 23. Yeah. Well, that long, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, this is just, you know, just how I, I'll... Everybody is up there in the big city, though. So they, Peter and Mary Jane finally managed to get like two guys with a uh, truck to come and get their crap off the damn curb. But because it's Christmas triple, Eve, triple the price. It's triple the price. And then the guy, after tripling the regular rate, is pissed because he didn't get a tip. Yes. Yeah. No tip. Some Christmas spirit. Dude, I just got evicted on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I have no place to go. All my crap's going into storage. And <laughs> you're being an ass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, MJ's always at this time to me is always so. I don't say she's forced cheerful, but she's forced forcing it to try and help Peter because he is such a downer. He's like, he's like us to a degree. I mean, he just gets down and he don't get the hell back up. Yeah, I'll check with that mod lawyer at the modding agency, see if there's anything he could do. And Peter's like, God, I'm going to go buy the bugle and see if I can get some money from them. <laughs> and, of course, they head through the park. And they're talking about, you know, where they're going to stay. And uh, this is a kind of nice little thing here. Peter does tell MJ, he says, look, you know, I moved out. I'm kind of on my own. You know, I've grown up. I wanted to get away from Aunt May. Um, it's not that I don't love her, but I wanted to get away, show her I could do it on my own. And going back to her kind of shows that I 
you know, haven't been able to do it on my own. And that's why I don't want to. And she's like, you know, but we don't have any place to stay. And it's not going to be, you know, it's not like it's taking charity. She wants you to come back. Um, Of course, they're still talking when they hear somebody scream. And she's like, that's a mugging. But you're not, you you can't, Peter, you've got to. And he's like, I know, I got to go be Spider-Man. So he does. And now we get the classic damn Todd McFarlane Spider-Man. First one in the book. <laughs> Dude, I loved always when I, when he was drawing it and I first picked up the book, how he was, Spider-Man was all over the place. Almost yeah. like Ditka. Because when Ditka's early Spider-Man, he's all over the place. His arms, limbs, they go everywhere. And McFarlane does the same thing. It looks cool. But how many broken bones would Peter have by trying to move in that? <laughs> Yeah, well, that that's what makes him Spider Man and not us. <laughs> they had they had to like you know scoop it and blast out his ting tings, and <laughs> for him to be able to move his legs that wide. Damn it! Uh, he also the other thing that got me about early Todd's work is if you go and look at Jim Lee's work or. Uh, Portia or Silvestri, any of those other guys, their work's a little more angular. And McFarland's is everything's round. It's almost like a burn. You know how John Burns works all really round? Yeah. It's got that that kind of feel to it. Uh Mike Zeck's the same way. A lot of Mike Zeck's work's got a really round feeling to it. Um, so they I mean they just fall into different artists. But yeah, Spider Bed. He shows up being a smart ass and scares the hell out of the mugger who tries to get away and gets webbed. And of course, Peter, you know, he's don't worry, my webbing will dissolve one in an hour. And you'll uh you'll been spend a silent night in a warm holding cell by then. And of course, when he gives the purse back, he says, Here, Spider-Man, homemade macaroons. I was bringing them to my niece, but I want use to have them. Every sin I got in the world was in that purse. It would have been a, a, a bleak Christmas without it. Thank you. My pleasure. And then, dude, isn't this, is it Fritz the Cat? Yeah. Is it? Because I oh, know yeah. McFar- McFarlane like, loves, loves Fritz the Cat. Fritz the Cat. Because it anytime he can draw it in a freaking thing, that's it. So she gives him a box of macaroons with Fritz the Cat wrapping paper on it. <laughs> And then there he goes, heading off with his little wrapped Christmas present. <laughs> See, we're not completely destroyed, MJ. A nice old lady gave me a box of homemade macaroons. Exactly. <laughs> Hope they don't suck. Hope <laughs> they don't suck. Be like all the all that top chef. Yeah. Get the little spoon and hit the top. Make sure it don't crack. Uh, while at the private security for, uh, firm in Flushing. So the reason the private security firm is here is because our main man, Mr. Uh, Howard was Winston III or whatever that owns this damn department store and keeps it open on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. is so cheap that he has to hire an armored car to take all the receipts, because this is back before credit cards got huge and everything else, people, um, 
when people bought everything in cash or check. So they've got to hire an armored car to take the money to a secure location until the bank opens. And knowing that, the uh, the uh, the accountant has hired three guys to kind of muscle up the experienced armored car, car drivers <laughs> and replace them because they're not here. Uh, and then, of course, now we go back to the uh, the bugle and uh, Peter shows up, but Jay Jonah is not buying any pictures right now. He's trying to make the budget for the end of the year. So no pictures, but hey, after all, there's a party, Parker. Go eat something. Have a good time. After all, it's tax deductible. <laughs> He's an ass. <laughs> he is an ass. And of course, MJ does show up and they do finally start to mingle. And he, uh, you know, MJ's trying to make the moves and see what's going on. You know, Parker talks to Jerry, uh, Jerry, uh, Joe and Martha, not Jerry, uh, to see how they're doing. I do not remember Joy Mercado, but apparently she was in the book for a while. Yeah. Uh, She's kind of like <laughs> a Cat Grant in Superman. In Superman, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, of course, Jonah, he talks to them. And finally, they decide to go. Parker makes his way around. Dude, this is cool. He goes to see Flash Thompson who is running like a YMCA for boys home. Yeah. And like a in boxing and, and, you know, being, giving the kids a place to go. And he tells Peter that, you know, Hey, I don't have a whole lot, you know, um, I don't, you know, my house is messed up or whatever. He's staying at a room in the gym, but you and MJ can crash here if you want. And Peter's like, you know, flash offered everything he had to me without even me asking, which shows how much. And then we don't see this in comics so much anymore. I wish we still did, but Flash has changed because Flash was originally the damn bully that beat the hell out of him. And he still was a pain in the ass for years. And now they're they're friends. and, And Peter realizes he's probably one of the best friends I got. Yeah. So back now we're back at our damn uh, uh, (laughs) back at the uh, mall here. Odd. I was told Don Swaggart would be in charge. Don had to have the day off to spend with his family. Sir, holidays sure are rough on us bachelors. eh? This is something's wrong, Clark. I've known Swaggart for years. He's never been married. You better call the police. Oh, why spoil things, Mr. Thurston? After all, it is Christmas. (laughs) He shoves the gun in his damn side. Yep. And of course, now we get the, the scene. This is a little. I'll Debbie say, Downer. Yeah. Debbie Downer. He did this at, you know, he did this with Batman in 424. I think it was whenever yeah. with the Batman issue. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter is literally at uncle Ben's grave trying to, talk to him and figure out what the hell I can do because I wanted to grow up, but I can't. And I don't want to go back to Aunt May and, you know, don't want to prove I can't make it. Yeah. The whole nine yards. But he's like, if I don't, you know, she's going to be upset. And of course, 
while he's doing that, he hears gunfire go off at the department store. And of course, uh, somebody grabs a hostage with, when they start firing at the security guard and it's Santa. <laughs> oh, please. No, don't kill them all. Santa. Don't please, kill them all. Santa. No. <laughs> Damn, please. No. Stop. All I said, all I said was the Easter bunny was more convincing. <laughs> and, uh, they head off with the armored car and the Spider-Man's like, hey, well, he literally uses this moment here with the smile to me. He uses the fact that he has to become Spider-Man to go stop a damn crime to get out of worrying about his problems. Which he does in the book all the time. Yeah. 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 So he, he lands right on top of the armored car. He says, uh, cops are already hung up, hollered at crab, cut through the cemetery. We'll be home free. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> and, of course, they crash. <laughs> Damn doors fly open. Money goes everywhere. This is cool. You don't even see him. You know it's Spider-Man because he's in the book. You see this guy webbed to the tree. But you see he Spider-Man just picks him up, webs his ass up knocks this guy out, jerks him down, and webs him to a damn tombstone, um, flattens this dude, and then that that is a famous scene, which has been mm -hmm. used over and over. The okay. the next I like the kind of almost like claw hands he draws. Yeah. They're, you know, they give him that not super menacing, but more menacing look than normal. Um, of course, he finally goes after, you know, uh, Mr. Clark here, who's trying to make it away with money. He saw my plans for the future. It isn't fair. It's Christmas. And then thud. Ho, 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 dirtbag. Thanks, Santa. Don't mention it. Us heroes got to stick together. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You're getting tired? Oh, I, oh. I, haven't, I haven't slept... Uh in like two days oh my god dude you gotta go to bed but uh so peter goes back gets back into civvies and then he hears somebody at ben's grave and he turns around and it's aunt may and uh he goes and talks to her he says why are you here and she says you know i'm trying here to spend some special time with my husband um i never told you i come here every year uh at christmas because it was always, you know, your favorite holiday, and I didn't want to make you sad. Mm -hmm. And uh, Peter's like, dude, I have been an ass. All she wants to do is help me, and if I don't, you know, if I don't let her help me, I'm just going to make her miserable. So he finally does agree. He's like, MJ's right. If I move back in, I'm kind of doing it on my own terms because I need to, but she's offered it. And it'll be okay. So he does. He tells her, I'll stay at the house. And she gets she gets really upset. And they, they hug there for a minute. But then the last little bit is they're having a Christmas party at the uh, boarding house. Yeah. And uh, they're going around. Of course, MJ and Peter kiss. And they're, you know, they're happy. And uh, we get our, our, our kind of hokum here at the bottom children tisk the mistletoes in the other room but the love is in here and then next the return of venom <laughs> dum, dum, dum. yeah it's good little issue 
it, it it's good and it's it shows this is the peter i wish we'd see in the movies now maybe because he moved in you know his own apartment in the last movie but so much of the peter parker i remember reading growing up was the couldn't make the rent couldn't do this couldn't you know had real pro adult problems as opposed to being a high schooler all the time now i gotten i guess if i was older you know the the younger peter parker would appeal to me more yeah i mean i like the 20s college peter parker but that's yeah where he could you know have a job and work and not live it out maze well until today and uh because forever he lived in that he had that tenement with the skylight on it he'd go in and out the skylight for years because yeah. uh i always remember it was cool because the his neighbors would damn sunbathe on up uh, on the skylight and he'd have to figure out how to get in but oh yeah the yeah. girls the, the other girls bambi and whatever the other one's name was <laughs> uh but no this is a good issue i enjoyed it art was good story was good uh and it is it's smack damn dab in the middle of uh, mcfarland's run because he did from 298 to 328 i think it was and then he did the like what eight or nine issues of the spider spider-man single story where he was yeah. writing drawing it torment mm -hmm. so did you pick something out next week yeah i'm looking at something right now uh-oh uh i want to go way back oh god you know you go way back you get a lot of words it's okay um i've seen these books and i love the star of these books but i've never read one of these books oh god what is this how about an issue of Wiz Comics from February 1940. Wiz with uh, Captain Marvel? Yeah, the real Captain Marvel. Hmm. If you say, she is the real Captain Marvel, that just means you love that movie Marvels. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> and I've got, no, I've got no hope for humanity with you, so. <laughs> Damn it. So it's yeah. the... It's Wiz Comics, February 1940, 10 Center. And it's got him almost doing the Superman thing, but he's just like heave hoeing. Uh, he's just flicking the car with, with the gangsters with one hand into a brick wall. So. Oh, so you want to do Wiz Comics number two? First appearance of Captain Marvel? Yep. 1940. Woohoo! Good God, dude, that was a long damn time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. I've maybe read one or two in reprint, but not not many. Yeah. I do know I have got I have to get it out for the show next week and show it to you. The Smithsonian collection of comics, I think it is. 
and mm -hmm. it's a it's a huge book. They did them in the seventies, but it's got all of the great heroes of the golden age, all their origin stories reprinted in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you get everybody, you get Captain America, uh, you know, Cap, Batman, Cap, uh, Captain Marvel, Green, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Sandman, all of them, Spectre. Yeah, I've got, uh, I, I found like so many books, like I've got the, the hardcover history of uh, the Silver Age of comics. Sweet. In that huge, like oversized, uh, leather bound uh, Marvel book that had like the die cut. Yeah, I've got, I don't have the leather one. I've got the cloth version of that. The one with the X-Men, the Wolverine story in the back, that the only place you can get it is in that book. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's the what's Marvel 50th anniversary book, I think it is. Yeah. But sweet. All right, I will get that over to us, and we'll do it next week. Cool, cool. Thanks, everybody, for coming out in the chat and hanging out. Uh, Jason, Allen, uh, and uh, all you lurkers that uh, don't say anything, just sit back and listen to us. Ramble on. Yeah, rambling, 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 man. So we thank you. We'll see you next week. Uh, everybody have a, a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, happy Festivus for the rest of us and all that malarkey. Uh, enjoy some time off and, and read a comic book, damn it. Or two. Or a graphic novel. Yeah. Reread a contract with God. Oh, gosh. It's depressing. <laughs> it'll make you feel better. Uh, probably not about New York, but, you know, it'll make you feel better. So we'll get to everybody on the flip side, and uh, I guess that'll be next year. Yep, next year. Oh, boy, we haven't seen you since last year. How you doing, Alan? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>